Welcome to another episode of Don't Give Up Skeleton. I'm your host, Jeremy Greer. This week's guest is Sinclair. Sinclair runs a YouTube channel called Sinclair Lore. Uh, She is an extremely enthusiastic Bloodborne player uh, who got into Bloodborne uh, when her boyfriend got the game. You'll hear all about that in the episode. Also, unfortunately, there's a good 15 minutes of this podcast at the beginning that uh, I just spaced on and somehow did not record. Uh, I thought there was something going wrong with my system, so we kind of come in pretty laughy and giggly about that, and then Sinclair gets a really great burn at the end because off off on me. So uh, it's it's a good episode. Sorry about that 15-minute missing period, but we more than easily make up for it. I think you guys are going to enjoy this one, so I'm going to let you get to it. Thanks. Yeah, let me think. So, how I got Bloodborne. I remember that. <laughs> that's, it's funny, that's a story I tell often, because <laughs> it, it actually kind of goes with the story of how I met my boyfriend. <laughs> okay. It's all about video games in our lives. It's because uh, basically a friend of mine was like, oh, you're single, you need a boyfriend, let's sign you up on a dating site, right? So she like built my profile. Okay. And I filled in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's a step. <laughs> it's yeah so yeah so it's like and i she filled in like the important stuff and i filled in like the details and i was like oh okay i need someone who will understand me who will like understand my soul right so i wrote you could write like a quote on top of your picture whatever Mm -hmm. that like represents who you are and i wrote like war war never changes and so (laughs) this like whatever people would send me messages but it's like okay well these are not the people for me because they they didn't mention the quote right like Mm -hmm. come on it's obvious and so this one guy sends me a message being like oh hey like it's your profile it's really cool by the way is that a fallout reference and i'm like boom the one soulmates so so uh, yeah so anyway we've been dating for i don't know maybe a year or so Mm -hmm. and so um because my boyfriend is a is a gamer much more than me, so he played a lot of games like PlayStation One, Two, and Three games. And Souls was one of his games. As a matter of fact, uh, it's one of his favorite games. He even has like a little figurine I'm staring at. Nice. I think it's from Dark Souls Two. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, it's the uh, and, it's like um, the dude with the furry shoulders and the and the two swords. Yes, yes, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and the and the green like jacket or whatever. Yeah, cool, exactly. So um, he thought it would be a good idea to give me Bloodborne for um, my birthday as an early gift. And um, considering I like scary stuff and he knew that and I like video games and he thought this would be great because he loves it and loves games and it's going to bring us closer together. Sure. So never do that. <laughs> if you have a girlfriend, <laughs> do not get her a Souls game as a free gift idea. <laughs> because... Um, I've um, I've never played a Souls game before, right? So I had no concept or understanding of how the Souls games works. All I know is like how to like jump over, you know, holes and then button mash and maybe shoot and maybe do like puzzles like in Portal, but that's about it. And um, 
So obviously when I started playing Bloodborne, it, it wasn't very fun because I'd like walk two feet and then die. And then I tried to hit something, but I would run out of hits and then I couldn't even dodge and I couldn't roll. <laughs> what is stamina? And then I was like, How do I manage it? <laughs> yes, exactly. And I just did not. And he was trying to explain it to me. Obviously, he's like, oh, count your hits. Like you can only do like two hits in a roll or three hits and like, or one power attack or whatever. And I was like, not listening at all i'm like no 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 noob shut up i know what i'm doing but obviously i didn't and so that wasn't very fun and i was getting very frustrated and then on oh, on top of it i was like okay well i'm dying give me a minute to compose myself so i can think about how to handle the situation pause dead and he's like yeah you can't pause you in can't this pause. game and i'm like what <laughs> what kind of i'm playing offline how do you not pause in a game right and mm. on top of it the best part because we got it at release, was like, like, after you die, it says you are dead or whatever, or mm -hmm. you died, which is frustrating enough. And then there's a 15-minute black screen with letters Bloodborne in it just to contemplate your own death. <laughs> it was very... Oh man, that's that that, that those pre-patch load times were so terrible, man. I remember. Oh, oh geez, my god, they're so bad. So obviously, I wasn't having a good time, and I'm like, okay, well, you told me you got me a really good co-op game, right? So how about we co-op? And then he was like, well, co-op in Souls games isn't that easy. First, you gotta get the bells using insight, which you get fighting bosses. And you have to do that, like, at first you had to do that about 3,000 times, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I can't walk without dying. You want me to go beat a boss so I can co-op? What is this game? And she's like, but don't don't worry. You can actually go into other people's game to co-op and then you get inside this way, but first you need the bells. And I was like, you know what? This isn't the game for me. And I just like threw it in the trash and threw it out the window and then ran it over with a truck. You know, that's, <laughs> that's how... And that was the last time My you ever saw your boyfriend cover. alive. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. That That is it. So, um... Yeah, obviously, it was like on my I hate this game list for like six months. And um, I'm not sure why maybe the DLC was announced. I don't know. My boyfriend decided to encourage me to play it again. Um, he leveled my character a bit so I could like hit four times and dodge once, you know, a big improvement. Mm -hmm. And um, um, I think we co-opt a bit. And so it was still unbearable. But it was more bearable once it clicked. And it clicked when we got to Old Yarnum. And you know how there's Old Yarnum and there's like a bridge to the left? Yeah. And yeah. And then like all that stuff. And then so I go in and there's some guy talking like, turn back, hunter, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever, noob. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> and and I, but that was also, I think maybe that's when the lore started to sort of like a appealed to me a little bit because i was like who is that guy what is going on because i didn't even understand what was going on in the game right but it was like i i think i'd like to know about him but anyway and so yeah so we were walking and i was like oh and then i was walking on the bridge and this enemy runs out at me and i'm like oh my god panic die and then my boyfriend's like okay how about we go in first and then you go behind us for some reason even though i suck at a game i always have to go and run in there and like button mash and try to like do my thing where i try not to act like a casual even though i am mm -hmm. and so 
he was like, okay, listen, you see, you see that guy on the bridge, let us take care of him. But just so you know, he's always going to be there. He's always going to run at you. Okay. And then the other guy, he's always going to be there doing his thing. And then the third guy, he's always going to be at that place. Okay. There are patterns to this game. And I was like, Oh, I see. Why didn't you tell me before? And he's like, I've been telling you for six months, you know? <laughs> and, and so it was kind of like once I kind of got it where it's like, okay, there's a pattern. This guy does this. And then on top of it, they kind of always have the same moveset. So you can like hit them in between their moves and save your stamina. And then, I don't know, that's when I think that's when it clicked and the game became really appealing where it's like you got to think about it and you got to come up with like a little strategy and you can talk it out. Yeah, I would talk out to myself a lot where I'd be like, okay, this guy's going to hit three times. You can hit him now. Jump back. Go here. Go there. Like, it's really weird playing with me sometimes. I just talk to myself the entire time. But um, (laughs) I like I like it when people narrate their own video game experience, though, like basically like bossing yourself into doing something right. Like jump here, jump here, dodge there, dodge there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I think that was like the day when I kind of, the moment where I was kind of like, yeah, I, I like this game. And it kind of progressed from there where it was like from, I like this game to this game's really good. And then this game's pretty amazing. And then this one time, okay, what happened was I was walking down. I don't know. I don't remember where. And then somebody snatched me, right? And I was like, okay, what is going on? This is not normal. And then I like, <laughs> I end up in a cell. And I'm like, okay, this is very, very creepy. And then I try to, to find an exit and I can't. And I'm like running around and I'm like, there's a stairs. And it, it was like a big haze. And I, I don't remember if I died a few times before finding the lamp on how to get out of the, I think it's the Anson village, mm-hmm. Yaragul. And, um, or something happened that terrified me, but I found my way out and I'm like, I vow and I swear that I will come back and kill every single person in that place. <laughs> and so then... Were, it, it, that town offended you. That it really offended me. It like it got under my skin. And so that's when things got a little freaky because I was like, it's almost like I couldn't really progress in in the game without thinking about it the entire time. So I would like just farm souls a lot, like everywhere. I mean, echoes. I would just farm and level and farm and level. And then I'd like try to go back to Yaragul and be like, okay, I need to farm and level more. And and anyway, it, it ended up where I was like, a level 100 just farming random stuff and oh, i was Lord. still like before the second <laughs> boss <laughs> like, i don't know anyway it was it became like a real obsession you know mm-hmm. and so anyway yes yeah, so it happened and i came to yaragul and i killed everyone i was so proud of myself and then and then because i just farmed so much the game was super easy <laughs> from that point on i could like two shot things and i was so proud and um yeah, but it did, it did, I did have to wake up at like 5 a.m. before work to farm to make that happen. Wow. But um, Waking up early to play video totally games before it. your job is, is yes. always a good time. <laughs> like, that's always hilarious. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's amazing. I think my boyfriend thought, like, he kind of started to regret getting me in the game because it's like, she's losing it. <laughs> she's really <laughs> obsessed with this. Did he, and, uh, um, how long did it yeah. take him to realize that, like, you were, like, this was probably a mistake in getting you this game because it's just it's <laughs> gone on to consume your life? I, <laughs> well, okay, the leveling wasn't that bad because it was, like, before work or whatever. And then 
But when it got really bad is when I got into the lore. Because I was like, I really want to understand what's going on in the game, but I just don't understand anything, right? And he was trying to explain to me, like, read the items. And I'm like, what? He's like, no, no, read the items. And I'm like, what? Is this a shampoo bottle? Like, how do you read the items? Like, I was like, <laughs> thinking he's totally dumb, right? And uh, so <laughs> I would go online and I would read people's theories and they were really good. And I'm like, oh, my God, how are you people getting this? Where is this information coming from? And anyway, eventually, I guess after a few weeks, because I think I'm just bloodborne slow or something, he's like, press square read the item. And I'm like, oh, why didn't you tell me to begin with? <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, so it, it kind of turned into this item reading obsession and then reading other people's theories obsession and then like the pale blood hunt obsession and then GSF obsession. So all these things kind of, and I would just spend a lot of time reading items and reading people's lore and like being being really happy about it. And then that's when he knew he messed up because it would be like, Lunchtime, usually I text him, like, whatever, I love you. Now it's like, sorry, no time, got a lore. Or, like, come home, like, sorry, yeah, we'll watch something later. I gotta, I gotta read this new theory. So <laughs> that went on for a while. And I think, I think it got really bad when Dark Souls 3 came out. Because okay. I knew nothing of Dark Souls 3, right? And um, obviously, I'm like, well, this is the makers of Bloodborne. Like, I have to get this game. And he was like, yeah, but you know, there's, um, like you have to, there's there's some lore in it from like the two previous games. So obviously before the the release, I had to spend a lot of time catching up on lore. So that was also one of his regrets because there's like an infinite amount of lore and Dark Souls out there, right? Mm -hmm. And um, but that wasn't even the worst. The worst was when I'm like, oh, oh my god, I I'm coming up with my own theories. I should totally like post them somewhere, do something with it, and it's gonna be really fun. No, that's that's when he lost me. He should have just moved out at this point because, like, we don't really see each other anymore. <laughs> oh no, that's not great. <laughs> no, no, no. He's super. No, no, he's super cool because it gives him free time too because he can play games. And sometimes I make him do work for me because he's good with like Photoshop and After Effects. So I'm like, I need an intro. Could you do this intro? It's only going to take you five hours. So <laughs> yeah, video <laughs> editing is. Uh, way like that's the reason i don't make videos anymore like video editing is just incredibly like time consuming <laughs> yeah. and it just consumes you uh editing audio is way easier <laughs> uh, oh yeah you, yeah definitely start podcasts instead of youtube channels everybody <laughs> <laughs> what was um you, you mentioned that the uh the story of like that guy kicking you out of old yarnum or, or telling you to leave was mm -hmm. kind of what piqued your original interest in the in the story of bloodborne um what was like the like coming out of Bloodborne? Obviously, you've done a lot of research into it, and you've made mm -hmm. your own videos. Like, what is you think is your? I hesitate to say favorite, but maybe the most interesting story element of that of that game to you. The most interesting story. Mm -hmm. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. Everything is so interesting. <laughs> um, it's hard. It's hard I, to pick. You, yeah, I guess what I kind of like to look at in in the souls games is why do people do the things they do and um like um so every story is interesting but like once you're trying to figure out why 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 they're doing what they're doing like uh the the first thing that you know after bloodborne and dark souls 3 i guess what really made me do lore videos when Okay, so I, I did this thing, and I met this chick who's in the cathedral, and I joined her covenant, and then 
like obviously it's Rosaria, but I had no idea who she was. And then I go back to my shrine and then Sirius shows up and she's like, do you know what you did? And I'm like, no, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Why? Tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, you joined Rosaria. So next time we meet, I will beat you up. And I was like, Why? Anyway, and it was it was very, very confusing. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, my first threat was like, oh, no. I did, like, I guess Rosario is evil. And everybody's going to turn against me. And Andrea's not going to make weapons for me anymore. And then the shrine maiden is not going to sell stuff to me anymore. And then I was, like, literally real-life panic. So I was trying to, like, I was writing to these people, trying to talk to them, being like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But then nobody really cared. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, what's Sirius's problem? She's the one with the issues. And I was like... Sort of trying to, I don't know, it just picked my interest. Like, why is she mad at me and not anyone else? Like, I can do whatever I want. Nobody cares. Like, I could join Aldridge and Yorshka wouldn't care. Like, what's her problem, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, from there, well, I back then I didn't know that it was just the Covenant system that's apparently not very well thought out. <laughs> but I was convinced there was a reason. So I was like trying to find it and connect the dots. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, I I think something's going on and this is cool. And I wrote up a whole thing and I'm like, oh, I should totally make this into a video. Like it's, I'm sure nobody's going to like it or watch it, but I could show it to my friends. Like, and then, so I did a video thing, like um, footage. And then I'm like, okay, I need someone to do the audio. I can't do the audio. I'm too shy. I can't talk in front of like 10 people without freaking out. Right. So um, I made a friend do the audio. The poor thing, it took us so long. I think she hates me now, but you know, sort of for the greater good. Of course, yes. And it kind of, yeah, it just like snowballed from there where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I have this other theory I want to try out. Oh, but obviously, like, I couldn't, I was like, I can't make like my friend go through the same thing of recording the audio because it just takes so long and this and that. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna suck it up and I have to do it and I'm going to do my best. And it was horrifying. Like the first few videos, it was like this... I don't know. It was just this nerve-inducing audio, whether I either talk too fast or too slow or too weird or too low or too... Yeah. And you definitely but, get that uh, thing where you're... Uh, especially if you haven't listened to your own voice a lot, where your own voice sounds yeah. absolutely terrible to you. <laughs> like, it's just... Oh, my God. <laughs> it's I was so like, bad. <laughs> I'm like, I talk like this y- all the time? People exactly, listen to me? <laughs> like... <laughs> yes! And <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, yeah, this whole thing just... Uh, snowballed from there but your question was which story i like the best um you know what i actually now thinking about it out of the souls born series i guess i am most intrigued with gwyn okay um because yeah and i guess that intrigue comes from the fact that i um you know i got into the souls lore very late so it's it's kind of bad because there's still a lot of background stuff i don't know but it's kind of good because there's like a lot of stuff i wasn't sort of influenced by before so like in my eyes Gwyn has always been like this poor dude who's trying to run a kingdom and then everybody sucks and the fire's coming out I mean going out and um so he has to sacrifice himself to keep the kingdom going but then the kingdom doesn't go and it's like um yeah I don't know I think his whole story is like it's like sad and intriguing at the same time but it's cool because everybody has their own interpretation some people are like well no he's just a jerk who wanted power and other people are like no he only did good stuff and yeah i think his story is the one that's that's the most appealing to me it's interesting because uh 
like I've been playing the Souls games since shortly after uh, Dark Souls One came out, and um, it's interesting the things that they've done with Gwen and Dark Souls Three uh, that kind of retroactively mm-hmm. affect the story from Dark Souls One. And uh, I think it, oh yeah, I think it makes him a more interesting character. Like I think it makes him like not quite as just the the black and white like the Mad King or the Mad Sad King or, yeah. or whatever. Um, and it's yeah. it's kind of fascinating. Like I I like it when Dark Souls Three gets a lot of hate for its story, and I I think some of those criticisms are 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 pretty good like but uh mm-hmm. at the same time like they, they did do some stuff some character work that i think makes retroactively makes things better and it's always fascinating with me when mm-hmm. games that feels like a like it feels kind of unique in a way that um just having a sequel like dark souls 2 and have it be so disconnected from the the events of dark souls 1 is i find that kind of interesting have you have you played dark souls mm-hmm. 2 at all yeah i actually did play it i'm still playing it and Again, I st- I, <laughs> I went game. into it with <laughs> oh my god yes, and I went into it without any expectations, right? So I totally I'm like enjoying it and it's cool and fun and interesting. But whenever I ask someone about it, it's like that's the worst game ever. Why are you playing it? <laughs> so what do you? Uh, but um, what, it's. What, uh, What's your opinion on like the way since you've played three, or the, at least you have a, a working knowledge of three? Mm-hmm. Um, what what is your feeling on like the way the two different ways that those games approach being a sequel? Uh, because like Dark Souls two obviously just takes place like way way you know kind of disconnected mm-hmm. from the Dark Souls one, whereas Dark Souls one and three mm-hmm. feel like they're next door neighbors in a lot of ways. <clears throat> well, I I like it. I I almost hope I. I think they should have made Dark Souls 2, like, even more disconnected. They should have made it on, like, another planet or something. I think it would have made it even better. <laughs> um, because there are things that they seem to want to connect, and it's like, no, it doesn't make sense. Why are you putting... We don't know. No fan service. Just make your own game. It's good. You know, you don't need to shove, what was it, like, Einstein somewhere random, or somebody who looks like Gwendolyn as a snake boss. Or... Yeah, I guess I didn't like that part, but I, I like the disconnect. I like that it was like, it was very refreshing and it was new. And I loved, oh my God, the thing that I love the most is the murder death mechanic, right? Like you kill things enough times and they die and the area is clear and it feels so awesome and fulfilling. It's, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that too. Like um, it was, it, it was, it was a combination of, of two things, right? Like, because I was at one point I was um, just dying over and over again to the chariot mm-hmm. boss. And the uh, undead purgatory, <laughs> and uh, when those dudes on the way there like started disappearing, and I'd realize like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so bad at this that these guys, I'm now expiring. <laughs> these dudes don't even want to fight me anymore. Like it almost, if, yeah. Like it's later on. Like if you're doing it on purpose, it's 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 satisfying mm-hmm. because it kind of gives you an open area. Yeah. Like you can run through areas quickly, exactly. <laughs> when you're like just going at a boss every single time, and you're like, oh no, I'm so terrible at this. The enemies doesn't fight me. It's like kicking the teeth. <laughs> Well, it's. I think it. Whatever obsession I have with killing things in games, I think that triggered it a bit because I was like, there are areas I will clear out before I move on to the next area. So you can imagine that the game's like ten times longer for me at some points because I like I want this area clean, kind of like with Yaragul. I will kill everyone when I come back. Yeah, I, a, I don't know. I have a friend who makes a point of. Um... He, he says he says that he's got has to kill everything at least once before he can ever run by anything. <laughs> and I'm very much of the type to be like, okay, well, like here's these two enemies and they've killed me twice, so now I'm just going to sprint right past them, just like you know, speed run style, and and see what's on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> dark school, dark soul school of running. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just to hold circle and pray. 
is the, yes. <laughs> the school of running. Um, what was it? What was it like when like releasing your first lore videos? Was the because having dabbled mm-hmm. in the Dark Souls YouTube community for a little while, uh, like I, and mine were just like dumb PvP videos from Dark Souls One. It wasn't <laughs> anything like serious or anything. But having consumed a lot of that, like I always see kind of like fights break out in the comments of you don't know what you're doing or that's not true. Or it's obvious that Gwen is actually blah, blah, blah. Like, did you get any like (laughs) negative stuff back or was it Um, basically positive from the beginning? Well, funny thing is it's always, and I don't know why, because it, it, it's always been positive. Like, 99% 99% of the time, even when people don't agree, which is like, I have a lot of crazy theories and I know, but I, I, it's fun to come up with crazy stuff based on the stuff, you know, and, but everybody's still super cool about it. It's like, oh yeah, I don't agree with this and this is crazy, but I, it's a cool theory. Good job. Keep going. <laughs> so, God, if only, the, if only the rest of the internet yeah. could, could, could be like that. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, uh, you know, the Sinclair lore thing, I'm like, because I am, and this this actually helped me a lot to be a lot less shy. Because I, I, yeah, I, I'm not good at like talking to people. Well, I mean, one on one, yeah, but in in a crowd or in a presentation or something, doesn't matter how well I, I prepare. I'm just like, oh, brain freeze. What am I doing here? Oh, I don't know. And so this sort of helped me out of that a little bit because it was like, okay, I'm recording this, but somebody might see it. Oh my god, this is terrifying death you know so yeah it 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 did help me somewhat not be as awkward when talking to 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 a group of people but the first time i actually put a video out it wasn't too bad because my friend narrated it right so it's like haha whatever but when i actually had to put out a video that i narrated i was like should i should i pretend to be someone else what if i have like a double persona (laughs) like it was yeah, and when um, I showed it to friends, and they were like, "That's really good. You should post it on like Reddit or like a forum." And I was like, "Oh God, no! Oh my God! Okay, well then I'll need a triple persona where like I will post pretending to be someone else who's someone else, and I will pretend that I don't even know myself. <laughs> like it was, I don't know. It was just so terrifying. <laughs> like so, but then just like after posting a few times, it kind of went away where it's like, okay, I don't need to pretend to be four different people. And like Sinclair doesn't actually exist. That's, that sounds exhausting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. just, it just sounds very, very tiring. Has, uh, it has, been, yeah. has creating these lore videos changed the way that you approach or, or play any of the Soulsborne games? Like, do you find yourself uh, doing things in the game specifically for your, your videos? Uh, yeah, it it actually has because uh, and that uh, that's uh, a lot of it is due to GSF because the way he analyzes videos, it's like he looks at the whole picture, right? Where it's not just an item description; it's like it's the building and the positioning of the building and this NPC that spawns there and this fog in the background. And so when I when I play these games these days, it's like I I sort of like don't just run past things, but it's kind of like hmm, there's a door. A double door. <laughs> I wonder what that means. And then just try to pay attention to the environment and where things are located. When before I kind of didn't. So actually, it, it, it you become a more thoughtful player as because yeah. you're trying to do stuff for your YouTube videos. Interesting. Yeah, actually, it kind of it, it's a little bad because I've also started doing that in other games. Like, <laughs> and recently I replayed. Um, oh, what's this game? Uh, Jer- enslaved i think oh, it's yeah. odyssey to the west yeah, that's yeah, really, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
oh my god, it's so good. But like, and I was like, there's some lore in it. And then I was like walking around. And that's when my boyfriend knew I really lost it. Because like, he looks at me. And like, I'm like walking around. And he looks five minutes later, I'm still at the same place, like staring at a garbage can. And he's like, oh, what, what's up? What's going on? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure this garbage can was used to start a fire for the people who survived. And they made a little camp here. And he was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, sure thing, love. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's sort of like try to look where things are positioned in other games and try to make lore of it, which is cool. But sometimes it's not. Because, again, in Odyssey, I um, enslaved, I mean, sorry, I came into a building. And the building was like half collapsed. And I'm like, this is an impossible building. No one could live here. Where are the bathrooms? <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I think that Souls does really well is... Uh, like create levels that actually feel like people lived in in them yeah in other words like it doesn't feel like just like oh hey this is our sewer level and like you have to like go through our sewer level that has like all of these real gamified like traps or or whatever like no it's just like the sewer level in dark souls one just feels like it's a sewer like it feels like an actual maze sewer with a bunch of weird connections back and forth to each other and and rats everywhere Have you, uh, are you familiar with the, this is totally off topic of souls, but, uh, have you seen the <laughs> going around of, uh, the Blacktober stuff? No, I haven't. It's, it's uh, what is that? It's game makers showing like early, um, early, uh, level design where it's all like in the, before they put all the art around it. And, uh, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because you mentioned, um, enslaved and one of the developers, shared one of the pictures i'm gonna put it in the chat for you um mm-hmm. this is one of the levels from enslaved like before they did all the artwork on it which i thought was really oh cool. wow yeah. that's amazing like i remember were... that crane <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll throw the after in there too just because it's, it's right there in the same tweet come on come on discord do the thing yeah there we go <clears throat> i just thought that was cool since yeah, you mentioned this... enslaved oh and... yeah I, I like enslaved a whole lot. Like I, I had a lot of fun in that game. I thought it was really, really oh, gorgeous. Yeah. I'm, I'm sad there's not an enslaved two anytime soon. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it did particularly well, unfortunately. Um, oh. Well, what's your, what, what was your path through the games? Like you, I know you started with Bloodborne and then uh, you played Dark Souls three. Mm-hmm. Have you gone? Have you gone back to play? Obviously, you're in the middle of Dark Souls two, but have you gone back to either Demons or, mm-hmm. or Dark Souls one? Um, well, I never actually played Demon Souls, so I do want to play it at some point. Um, but the funny thing is the way I played the game was like Bloodborne, then Dark Souls 3. And then after I finished Dark Souls 3, I played a bit of Dark Souls 1. Then I was playing Dark Souls 2 at the same time. And then I sort of abandoned Dark Souls 1 for a little bit. And then I still played Dark Souls 2. And then once I started doing Bloodborne videos, I went back to playing Bloodborne. <laughs> so it's sort of like... <laughs> all over the place and the good thing about the internet these days is that like and my boyfriend does not agree but it's like i don't need to play dark souls to know dark souls i can look it up i can watch walkthroughs i can read theories and he's like it's not the same you can't experience it and i'm like well whatever casual (laughs) yeah it's uh that's an interesting point because like i I feel like with the the way that lps have uh like become such a standardized thing where it's like it's, it's such a like basically a, when a game comes out you can find like an entire let's play of it on youtube immediately like, yeah yeah and a you know for a game like dark souls i don't really think that it it matters too much because it's 
Like you, you could st- you could watch a whole El- let's play of Dark Souls um, on the, on YouTube mm-hmm. and then like play it for yourself and have different experiences. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So, I, I, but I, at the same time, like I also think like you could watch a let's play. You could watch four let's plays of Dark Souls, like the entire mm-hmm. time thing. Have four different experiences and come out of that like with a working knowledge of how that game works, what it mm-hmm. does, with the surprises, the story, and everything else. So. I don't know. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't really think that you necessarily have to play it, but man, that's not, that feels bad to say. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Let's. I think let's play uh, like and walkthroughs and stuff changed the way we do gaming. Because, well, at least for me, uh, for example, I never had a PlayStation Two, and there were a lot of games I wanted to play, but I'm like, okay, I'm old. I have a job. I can't spend my time playing them. So I would just watch walkthroughs. Like the Silent Hill games, I never played them. I just watched walkthroughs and it was super fun and cool and a lot less, I guess, scary and terrifying because I wasn't the one actually playing it. (laughs) That's, you know, that's for some of those games too, especially the older games, they're so kind of clunky Mm -hmm. and hard to play that it's almost better to watch the, um, the, uh, the precursors to the Souls games are, um, like the, the, um, Shadow Tower games and, uh, they're they're really fascinating and interesting from like a mechanic standpoint and from a system standpoint and from a story standpoint. But like I tried to play them and I was like, no, this is not like <laughs> this is not going to work. Like <laughs> it predates analog sticks. So like to look up and down, you're using like your shoulder buttons. You're using L two and R two to like look up and down, and you can only imagine like mm-hmm. my, my, your, your brain is just not wired for that anymore. Um, yeah. But my friend and guest of the show, Allison, uh, she did a full let's play of both of them on her YouTube. And and she's great, and those LPs are great. So I got to experience mm-hmm. those games through her um, without you know having to put up with the awful frustration of the, playing with like a PlayStation <laughs> One era game. So yeah, it's true. What um, I guess we've talked a lot about like kind of the story and everything, and I know that's where you come into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you, you you mentioned that you were struggling with the mechanics at at first? Do you have you mm-hmm. come to terms with those? Like do you do you feel like you could go through those games pretty easily now? I think so, except for the bosses. <laughs> <laughs> you still have trouble with the bosses? I yeah, I, uh, I, and I think part of it is psychological. Like, some, like, the, the cleric beast, right? That's like the very first optional boss, I think. It still terrifies me. Like, I can't. It's like I freeze up and I can't do this and somebody has to come and co op with me because he's too scary. Ludwig, like, I love Ludwig, but he's so terrifying. It's just, just some um, um, Viker Amelia, like when she screams, it's like, I can't fight you. I just want to rock in a corner back and forth. I can't do this. So I don't know. <laughs> These bosses, it's partly like psychological, partly because they're hard. But like other than bosses, I think I can go through the game okay. <laughs> yeah, the bosses in Bloodborne are um, like, I think they learned this lesson and then applied it to Bloodborne first of just having... Mm-hmm them all being kind of overwhelming from different sensory inputs. Like mm-hmm. uh, thinking about orphan of cause specifically is my, as I was oh my to God. example of not only is it an extremely intense fight and not only is he like kind of up in your grill the entire time, but he's, he's also yeah. screaming at you the entire time that he's doing it, especially when you get to phase mm-hmm. two and he like is screaming oh, at you oh even louder. <laughs> yeah. And like the whole encounter, like the beginning is terrifying because you, you you go up to the beach, right? And then you you see this thing, and then like you're like, is what what's going on? Something's coming out of the thing, and then it's out, and then its name is Orphan of Cause, and you're like, oh my god, like this whole story forms in your head, and you feel horrible, and you're like, I I can't do this anymore. I want to go home. Yeah, it's, uh, pretty intense. <laughs> I uh, I always ask this 
to my, my Bloodborne fans, um, unless I'm bad and I forget, but are, are you into the Chalice <laughs> dungeons at all? I'm a big Chalice Legend fan, so it's always nice to find out if somebody else's are into them as well. Yeah, I well, I don't know how into them I am, but I played them and they're cool and I think they add to the lore and they're they're not too hard, right? Because they don't really scale. So that's like a relaxing st- stroll through through Bloodborne. So it is fun to play them sometimes. Cool. I like I like going through it with co-op and just like, you know, t- yeah. talking talking with buds on the internet while you, you know, mm-hmm. kill weird monsters is always a good time <laughs> and seeing what weird stuff that you can find in them. Uh What uh like are you are, are you you're kind of actively in dark souls 2 right now are you are you doing videos for dark souls 2 like are you slowly putting stuff together um well i'm thinking about it <laughs> yeah like um yeah i i definitely want to but it's like i just there's like a time limit because <laughs> uh, uh you know with school and work it's there's only so much lore you can record and i have like a whole uh i guess back burner of lore i'd like to do and i have all these scripts written out and then i'll have to do them and so i do have a couple of dark souls 2 things in progress but by the time i get to them bloodborne 2 is probably gonna come out (laughs) can you uh can you talk a little bit about your process when you're making a video um you you mentioned like having scripts written out like Mm -hmm. are you are you, are you going into the game to, with the specific idea of like, I want to capture footage of this exact thing so that I can put it at this part of the script? Like what's your, mm-hmm. kind of what's your overall process when you're making mm-hmm. this stuff? Um, well, I guess the first thing I, that I kind of had to do was to uh, just, and I learned this with, with the lore videos. Cause I would get, obviously like I'd get stuff wrong, but I, and I knew like, okay, I'm not sure about this, but I don't know. But if I put it out there, people are going to tell me what I got wrong and I could improve. And I guess, For me, part of it is just doing it. Like, don't procrastinate, just do it, and then you can do better next time. And so uh, one thing I learned is just try to to get as much info as possible, like talk to people. And then once you have all the info, it's sort of like, I I guess I just let it like um, stay there in the back of my mind. And then sometimes, some point, sometimes at like 3 a.m. in the morning, something clicks and it's like, oh, I should talk about this or, oh, that's why he said that and that's why he did it. And then I started writing the script. But after I write it, I have to kind of make sure that what I'm saying isn't complete gibberish. So mm-hmm. I sort of try to find evidence toward toward what I'm trying to say. So I guess it's like the opposite of the scientific method, you know, where I just have a theory <laughs> and then I try to prove it. <laughs> and... Uh, Sometimes a, a weird thing that's been happening lately is that because I like to put background um, background music on my videos and there's like a lot of free background music on YouTube. So what I've been doing is I've been listening to random music and sometimes I'd hear a song and I'm like, oh, my God, this song totally reminds me of like, for example, viola. And it's like, oh, my God. I could totally make a script to this song. And then I, I don't know how like that even happened. And so like after hearing a song, I just come up with a script and try to fit it to the song. And that, like, there, I don't know. There's no, I guess there's no consistent method for me, but it's like just sometimes stuff pops into my brain and I try to try to like make it happen. And sometimes I have to like not make it happen because it's like, okay, this is way too crazy. Nothing proves it. You just think it. Do not make a video about it. <laughs> but um, yeah. Is it? Um... And yeah, like you said, the f- the footage. I do try to like sort of have footage that sort of corresponds to either the music or what I'm saying or what like is is going on. Like I try, I try not to do random stuff too much. Even though sometimes it's like, okay, I don't know what to put here. Let's just put like. 
the moon and the clouds, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Just try to find like random like stock bloodborne footage. That's what we need. Yeah, we need a exactly. website to come up with like you know stock stockborn.com or something like that needs to yes. be a thing, a, a thing that actually exists. So it makes it easier for you to put these videos together. That would be awesome. <laughs> That's funny that you, you kind of start with music sometimes because uh, I, back when I was making videos, it was very much a function of like, I heard this song that I like and I like, I want to put a PVP video to it. Like that was my whole thing. Oh, <laughs> like, I, was like, oh cool. I, I like this one song and I'm going to make this one thing. And then, yeah, I started, you know, obviously using licensed music isn't the best of ideas. Over time. Uh, but, you know, my channel's not monetized or anything, so it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just, it's just very funny, basically. <clears throat> <laughs> What do you uh? Where, where do you where do you want to see like from software go next? Like, what what are you kind of looking for them to do? Like, we're in kind of a weird moment where they haven't really announced anything in quite some time, and uh, I'm kind of curious what you think you, you want to see from those those people over there. Like, what's the next game that you want to see uh, from them? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I want to see a lot of things from them. I want to see like another Souls game. I want to see. A Bloodborne sequel, I want to see a Bloodborne prequel, I want to see another Bloodborne DLC, I want them to do a whole new game. Like, I just want more Souls game with, like, rich lore and awesome characters and, like, crazy hard game mechanics that make you want to kill yourself. (laughs) Even though you don't really engage with the games as far as, like, difficulty goes, you you want to see them make, like, a super hard game like that? It's, yeah, because, like, you know, it pushes you to like even though it's it's not necessarily something i enjoy you kind of come to enjoy it after you play a lot of bloodborne games and dark soul games and then in my case i don't know i guess other people are like that too sometimes where it's like okay well all i have to do is farm for 150 hours to beat this boss by myself and then you kind of do it and you feel really fulfilled <laughs> you're you're a much more patient person than I am. I when it comes to like farming and stuff, I just like I have to be in kind of a specific zone to do it. Like I I just sometimes like the the blood vial stuff in Bloodborne kind of irritates me. Like it's it's easy to deal with, but it's still like a pain in the butt, right? Like it's a thing that you have to do that's not playing the game, which is kind of frustrating to me. Oh, bro, don't be a scrub, please. No, I'm joking, <laughs> joking. <laughs> wow, called out on my own podcast, Sinclair. Now I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> I'm gonna hang up this phone call in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you were probably not recording it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got me there. It's <laughs> hilarious. Oh uh, yeah, that yeah yeah that was really dumb of me. Um, <laughs> why don't you uh, like tell everybody where you can be found on the internet um, and like all of your all of your various links and, and stuff oh. to to things. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, well, I can be found on, like, YouTube okay. and uh, on Twitter and on Twitch sometimes. Which, and my uh, name is Sinclair Lore. Sinclair Lore. Okay. Is that just which yeah, like, for everyone? Yeah, like, on all of them. Okay. Cool. Yeah, exactly. I'll, uh, if uh, someone goes and visits your channel for the first time, like, where do you think that they should start mm-hmm. with from your videos? And I'll make sure it's included in the show notes. Oh, oh, gosh. Um, oh, gosh. <laughs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> Did that put you on the spot? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, 
Uh, well, just just check out, I guess, the playlist. There are several playlists like Bloodborne lore, Dark Souls lore. There's also like the funny playlist, which is like ridiculous, which is just like really ridiculous lore where you have to like leave your brain at the door to listen to. <laughs> and <laughs> there's always like one thing that's my favorite. It's like prepare to lore, where I just put like a little piece of lore out there, and you have to guess who's talking in the video, like which character is the lore about. Yeah, maybe oh, go with that one. That's the the okay. finest one. <laughs> I'll make sure that that's in- included in the show notes. I could pull that up. I, <laughs> I like the idea of having to guess a character that it's about. That's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sinclair, thank you very much for guesting on the podcast. I, I really appreciate it. I know this is kind of early oh, in the morning. Thanks, thanks and for having me. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big segment of your time. so uh, And I wasted like 15 minutes of it, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you very much for guesting. I really appreciate it. Oh, no, thanks for having me. This was awesome. <laughs> As always, I've been your host, Jeremy Greer. You can find me on Twitter at JG Greer. You can find the podcast at don'tgiveupskeleton.com. That has links to all the various social media that the podcast is on, uh, including the Instagram, where I post very short video clips of each and every episode, so you can kind of get an idea of what you're listening to before you jump all in. Uh, you can also sign up to be a guest on the podcast on that website. My list is pretty long, but it's... I, I keep a list and I'm just slowly but surely trying to work through everybody. Um, but so if you, or if you're interested in it, uh, you know, don't go skeleton.com slash contact. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for leaving iTunes reviews. It's very much appreciated. Uh, and remember don't give up skeleton. Okay. <laughs> cool. And well, yes, this, this was, was fun. I was, <laughs> I was definitely, I was definitely recording that. Mess, but I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was a lot of fun. It's creepy. Oh,